Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Before I begin today, I want to say a word about the news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. 0%. Here's what that means. While the price of some things go up, went up last month, the price of other things went down by the same amount. The result, zero inflation last month. But people were still hurting. But zero inflation last month. Economists look at a measure of inflation that ignores food and energy prices, and they call it core inflation. That's about the lowest amount in several years, several months. When you couple that with last week's booming jobs report of 528,000 jobs created last month and 3.5% unemployment, it underscores the kind of economy we've been building. We're seeing a stronger labor market where jobs are booming and Americans are working. And we're seeing some signs that inflation may be getting to moderate. That's what happens when you build an economy from the bottom up and the middle out. The wealthy do very well and everyone has a chance. It gives everyone a chance to make progress. Now I want to be clear. With the global challenges we face from the war in Europe to disruption of supply chains and pandemic shutdowns uh, in Asia, we, uh, we could face additional headwinds in the months ahead. Our work is far from over, but two things should be clear. First, the economic plan is working. And second, it's building an economy that will reward work. Wages are up this month, provide opportunity help the middle class and still have work to do, but we're on track. (laughs) He stands there and lies to the American people. Twitter, of course, reacted to the Joe Biden continuous lie. Joel Griffith writes, inflation this past year at eight and a half percent is still at a 40 year high. Gasoline up 44%. Airfares up nearly 28%, eggs up 38%, bacon up almost 12%, chicken up 17.6%, milk up 15.6%, coffee up 20.3%, lunch meat up 18%, flour up almost 23%, citrus 12%, butter 22.5%, rice 12.7%, Bread, up 13.7%. Soup, up 19.1%. But that's not what Biden's talking about. He said, inflation over the last month has been zero. So it hasn't increased last month. My friends, it is a lie to say that inflation is not high. Eight and a half percent year over year. Following last month's 9.1% inflation year over year. Following the previous month's 8.6, the previous month's 8.3, and so on, and so on, and so on. This clown, Joe Biden, is a joke, an absolute joke. I'm going to take you all the way back to January of 2020. Matter of fact, Let me go back to 2000 
19 in the month of December. Inflation, 2.5%. January, 2.3%. The end of January, 1.5%. March, 3 tenths of a percent. May, 6 tenths of a percent. June, 1.3%. July, 1.4%. August, 1.2%. September, 1.2%. November, 1.4%. Donald Trump was still the president. January of 2021, before Biden took office, 1.7%. Moderate, easy, non-damaging growth. March of 2021, two months after Joe Biden took office, inflation jumped to 4.2%. In May and in June of 2021 and in July, around 5.4%. And then it just kept rising and rising from there. September of 2021 under Joe Biden, 6.2. November, 7%. December, 7.5%. January of this year, 2022, 8.5. Followed by 8.3, 8.6, 9.1, and now 8.5. It is massive inflation. Ask any person in America whether they have seen anything drop in price other than a measly 20, 30 cent drop in the price of gasoline, which was overinflated thanks to Joe Biden's shuddering of our oil and gas industry from the day he took office. Zero? My ass! The 8.5% inflation rate year over year means things bought today in well in july of this year this past month things bought in july of 2022 cost eight and a half percent more than they did in the same month of july 2021 joe biden is lying through his false teeth if they are indeed false teeth. A White House memo details Biden's planned pre-midterm messaging. Bridget Kennedy in the Week U.S. writes, A new White House memo shared first with Axios delineates President Biden's planned pre-midterm message for the month of August. In other words, what lie will he and his cohorts repeat over and over and over and over and over again? Until the stupider people hear it enough, they start to believe it. Burdened, of course, by rampant inflation, an ongoing issue in which the Republicans most certainly should capitalize upon, Biden will instead celebrate the recent slew of legislative so-called victories on climate change, gun control, drug pricing, as somehow a win for Americans and a defeat for special interest groups. I still have my guns, Mr. Biden. I still have my AR-15 in multiple magazines, Mr. Biden. I still have handguns and hunting rifles and shotguns, Mr. Biden. Gun control my ass. Climate change? Well, let's see. We're not polluting any more or any less than we were last year or the year before or the year before, Mr. Biden. You've done nothing. You have, of course, upset the oil and gas industry. You have cost Americans jobs by the hundreds of thousands, Mr. Biden. You have 
tried to push electric cars, and then even tried to lie to people saying you were going to give them a $7,500 tax credit against the purchase of a vehicle that cost twenty to 30000 more than its gasoline or diesel counterpart. And then we found out yesterday that most of the electric vehicles sold in the United States do not even qualify. So you lied. It's like saying, I, Joe Biden, am going to give a million dollars to every single American that meets the criteria of having 31 toes and 67 fingers. They must be your own toes. They must be your own fingers. And you cannot have any genetic or DNA alterations. But I'm going to give that million to each and every one of you who qualifies. Meanwhile, the president has plans to travel around the country burning millions and millions of dollars in fuel on Air Force One, Marine One, and all of the associated vehicles and aircraft necessary to protect the feeble old mental patient. He's going to try and get his message across by lying and repeating and repeating as he reads from cue cards and teleprompters the message that once his so-called lie, the Inflation Reduction Act, is signed into law, he and Camel Toe Harris and other prominent Democrats will be able to promote the fake idea that the president and congressional Democrats beat the special interest groups and delivered what was best in their opinion for the American people. I'm not making this up. This comes directly from a White House memo. It says, quote, Every step of the way, congressional Republicans sided with the special interests, pushing an extreme MAGA agenda that costs families, the document continues. It says this is the choice before the American people. But what the memo doesn't say is that it is Biden's inflation, Biden's recession, Biden's supply chain crisis, Biden's massive crime wave, Biden's border crisis. The fact that we didn't create any new jobs at all, we simply allowed some people who were laid off to return to the jobs that Donald Trump had created while he was the president. But hey, you can't talk to stupid people. They either don't listen or don't understand or are simply incapable of making the connection. This is the Truth Hurts program. Russia wants their arms dealer back. They want their thug, criminal, terrorist arms dealer back. Someone likely responsible for killing tens of thousands of people. And they're going to get one hell of a bargain if Joe Biden gets his way. You see, Joe Biden wants to trade a low-level drug smuggler named Brittany Griner, a he-she-him-it who plays basketball in a women's basketball league. He's going to trade that thug, that useless, non-productive member of American society, for a very most wanted terrorist. That would be like me offering you a stick of chewing gum for your Range Rover. Or offering you my left shoe in exchange for your airplane. Get the picture? Joe Biden is trying to trade away one of the most dangerous criminals on planet Earth to give that person back to Russia where they can start doing arms deals again and terrorist activities again. The price? A Blafrican American 13% hyphenated lesbian basketball player. And while NBA player, they keep calling her star, she's just a player. 
While NBA player Brittany Griner was found guilty in a Russian court for smuggling illegal drugs into Russia and sentenced to nine years in prison, it has been thought now for some time that she might return to the United States as part of a prisoner swap. Bubblegum for Lamborghini. Blade of grass for mighty oak tree. It now appears that Russia has confirmed that discussions are actually underway. And why shouldn't they? They're getting the Lamborghini. We're getting the used piece of chewing gum. According to the Washington Compost, Russia has confirmed for the first time on Thursday yesterday that negotiations between Washington, D.C. and Moscow are underway. U.S. officials propose a deal to swap Griner and another American prisoner who always seems to get backburner attention, although he was a United States Marine, a decorated war hero, Mr. Paul Whelan for prisoners currently held in American prisons. Russian Foreign Ministry spokesman Ivan Nechigov says Thursday that negotiations about exchange began after Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov confirmed that Russia last week is willing to talk. Instructions were given to authorized structures to carry out negotiations, said Nechigov on Thursday. They are being conducted by competent authorities, he told journalists per the state media. The entire affair has been considered a sham by experts, and a prisoner swap was always the eventual endgame proposed. Victor Bout, an arms dealer who killed Americans, is the person that Russia wants in return. Brittany Griner was initially detained back in February in Russia for carrying illegal hashish oil into a Moscow airport. She admitted it. So it's not allegedly, as these news articles are written, she allegedly carried vape cartridges. It's no longer allegedly when you confess to the crime and then are also convicted of the crime. Allegedly flew out the window a long time ago, media. Perhaps the media needs to go back to journalism school to learn how to properly write a news story. I hope Brittany Griner rots in that prison for at least half of her nine-year sentence. But then again, she black, she an athlete, so she gonna get some special treatments, you heard? A question was asked of people in the United States Senate who are looking to approve this so-called Inflation Reduction Act and these programs that are set to hire 87,000 new armed IRS agents. Why armed? I thought the only thing an IRS agent had to be armed with was a pocket protector, a slide rule calculator, and a sharp pencil. But according to sources close to Washington, D.C., the Internal Revenue Service is seeking to hire 87 thousand agents who will be armed and have to say yes on a questionnaire that says are you willing to use deadly force in carrying out your official duties as an IRS agent are you willing to kill Americans are you willing to use deadly force now, if you think I'm lying, hang on a second. 
On the requirements to get one of these new 87,000 IRS agent jobs, it says major duties. Adhere to the highest standards of conduct, especially maintaining honesty and integrity. Work a minimum of 50 hours a week, which may include irregular hours, and be on call 24-7, including holidays and weekends. Maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. Be willing to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. After all, you're an agent of the federal government, right? Adhere to the highest standards of conduct, maintaining honesty and integrity. But then it says, carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Carry a firearm and be willing to use deadly force to have little Mrs. Jones on a fixed income submit to a search of her personal documents to try and squeeze another $1.87 out of her income taxes. Or Tyrone in the hood, who doesn't pay taxes but took the child tax credit. Maybe they'll start using these IRS agents to enforce laws that the FBI, state police, and local police organizations refuse to deal with because they know they're not going to be prosecuted anyway. Especially if the committer of those crimes is a 13% hyphenated American minority. After all, they are so very oppressed. Whoo, my friends, I'm glad it's Friday. This is the Truth Hurts Program. I do want to go back to gropey Joe Biden's lie about 0% inflation in July of this year, when it was actually 8.5%. That latest inflation report was a little better than expected, but likely not good enough to stop the Federal Reserve from once again raising interest rates this month, and they're planned at least 05 to 0.75% increase next month. You might recall they've raised it quite a few times since Joe Biden's inflation hit. Gasoline prices under Joe Biden went up over $3 a gallon on the national average. But he brought them down, he says. He won't take blame for putting them up. But he claims he's brought them down. Hmm. It's funny, when all the inflation numbers were going crazy, Biden said, you can't include gasoline or food because those are volatile price things. He's still saying that because food prices are in the double digit, almost 20, 25% in some categories, inflated pricing. All since Joe Biden took office. You don't have to believe me, everybody. Listen, I don't care. You have a computer. And if you don't, you are some third world backasswards individual. Simply go to Google or any other search engine and look at what the price of any item was two years ago while Donald Trump was president. And then look at the same item and what its price is today. And make sure you don't get fooled by downsizing and packaging either. What used to be a 16-ounce link of sausage for $3.59 under Trump is now a 12-ounce link of sausage under Joe Biden for $7.89, double in price. But he's going to stand there and lie and tell you that there was zero inflation in the month of July. More like the month of Biden lie, because that's all he does. Vulnerable Democrats are dismissing claims about the expanded IRS 
in that bill that Joe Manchin finally caved in on. Vulnerable Democrats are trying to shift your attention away from that expanded IRS who will most certainly be auditing people making less than 400000 a year. Mark my words, August 12, 2022, 1.14 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Those vulnerable Democrats who dismiss the claims about the expanded IRS in this bill are calling climate the largest threat to the U.S. The climate! Friends, the climate has been changing since Earth spun out of the Big Bang blob or was created in the dead of night by God. Vulnerable House Democrats are trying to downplay concerns over all of those massive IRS provisions in the lie called the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Instead, they're focusing their attention and begging and hoping and praying that they can focus your attention on something else in that massive hundreds of billions of dollars of tax increases that you and I will have to pay for. It was introduced by Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Chuckles the Clown Schumer of New York scheduled for a House vote today. It contains massive climate spending, meaning tax increases, and some provisions of raising federal revenue through increased tax enforcement by 87,000 new and 85,000 existing IRS agents who will be armed and had to answer yes they would be willing to use deadly force against an American citizen, if necessary, to do their job. The $80 billion that will expand the IRS by double, hiring tens of thousands, 87,000 new agents. But most Democrats are just, just simply trying to dismiss concerns and deny concerns that hiring all these new agents will lead to more audits of individuals and small businesses. If only 2% of the 330 million Americans make above 400,000 a year, as they claim, that's just a little over 6.5 million individuals in this entire nation of 330 million Americans. You really think we need 170,000 IRS agents? I would imagine that most people who make over $400,000 a year are using professional certified public accountants, forensic accounting agencies to do their taxes. Make no bones about it, my Truth Hurts program listeners. This bill is about increasing the size of the federal government by 87,000 more suckling from the government tit. And they'll have to justify their jobs, which means they are coming after you and they're coming after me. My friends, we requested a comment from 20 of the most vulnerable House Democrats whose jobs are on the line in the midterms. Not a single solitary one of the people that I called or even their representatives would respond to my question. Representative Susan Wilde, a Democrat of Pennsylvania, claims that expanding the IRS will not increase taxes on people making under $400,000 a year, but she says it will instead result in people getting their tax returns done faster. She called it a myth 
that the IRS will increase audits on small businesses and individuals. She's lying. Dina Titus is a Democrat from Nevada. She shared on Twitter that she believes the climate is the biggest threat America has ever faced. More than crime, more than invasion by foreign governments, more than the border crisis, more than Joe Biden's inflation, more than recession, more than racism. Oh, this woman, she's walking a fine line, isn't she? She says, when I vote for the Inflation Reduction Act on Friday, I will be voting to take aggressive action against the largest threat we've ever faced, climate change. <laughs> Stephen Horsford, Democrat of Nevada as well, also commented on the climate provisions and the Democrats' new lie called the Inflation Reduction Act. He says, quote, not only will the hashtag Inflation Reduction Act lower health and energy costs, it will also take huge steps to combat the hashtag climate crisis. And in a separate post, he denied claims that the new legislation will raise taxes on working class Americans. Another liar who needs to be voted out in the midterms. The Joint Committee on Taxation, the JCT, reported that taxes will be raised on Americans in every income category as a result of the Inflation Reduction Act including raising taxes on individuals making below $400,000 per year. But hey, they're only a nonpartisan group of experts. We had to listen to Representative Angie Craig, who claims the new bill will not raise taxes on certain individuals. She wrote, quote, fact check, no matter how much at Kistner Congress tries to mislead Minnesotans, the Inflation Reduction Act will not raise taxes on the middle class, unquote. So she's lying right there on Twitter. We already have proof. The Joint Committee on Taxation has already said so. They're the experts. They're non-partisan. They got no skin in the game other than to look at facts, figures, data, and reality. Democrat Henry Cuellar of Texas, who's certainly running a deadly tight race, he'll probably lose. He announced Thursday his plan to vote in favor of that legislation, saying, quote, No bill is perfect. However, compromise, common sense, and rising above partisan politics to make meaningful and balanced change is our duty as legislators. I look forward to, for this bill, and President Biden signing the Inflation Reduction Act into law. Democrat Elaine Luria of Virginia tweeted, the high cost of prescription drugs impacts millions of Americans every day, and the Inflation Reduction Act will quickly lower health care costs and put money back into the pockets of working families. So what, they can use that little bit of extra money to fight the 8.5% inflation this month? Recover from the 9.1% inflation the month before that? 8.6% the month before that? 8.3% before that? And so on and so on? Even supposed independent, who always caucuses with the Democrats, progressive, liberal, woke Bernie Sanders has been critical about the Democrats' lies about this bill. But he says he will ultimately vote for the legislation. Oh, he already did, actually. He did so because he has to kiss their ass so they will kiss his ass. He says that the Inflation Reduction Act will not lower the cost of prescription drugs for four whole years. He says the bill will have, quote, 
minimal impact on tackling inflation, unquote. Of course, Republicans are vehemently opposed to the bill. They know that it will actually raise taxes in the midst of our recession and target working class Americans through more tax audits with their massive increase of size of IRS agents in the field. When the bill is voted on in the House today, it will only take five Democrats to oppose the legislation to derail it, though we expect them all to simply kiss naughty, nasty, Nazi Nancy Pelosi's wrinkled old ass and vote for it as a block. I'm sure she told them all, you're probably going to lose your seat in the House, you 20, but you got to take one for the team so we can pass this lie called the Inflation Reduction Act and at least make it look like we've won something while Biden is president. My friends, that is all the time I have for this Friday edition of the Truth Hurts program. And here I thought at the onset, I didn't have a whole lot to talk about today, but I guess I did. That's the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend. If you don't like what you hear, who cares? Turn it off. Don't waste your time. This program is copyright 2022, the Truth Hurts program network, all rights reserved. Our background music provided by the talented Jason Shaw and Audionautics. And if you are offended by this program in any way, shape, fashion, or form, I do apologize. But I retract nothing, baby, because I speak the truth, even though sometimes the truth hurts. See you next time. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music provided by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Audionautics.